This is Lisa. And this is Shelly. And we're the Blogging Sisters from Sound Mind and Spirit. And we listen to the Padley Brothers on In Between Sundays. In Between Sundays, episode 28. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. And welcome to another episode of In Between Sundays. My name is Nick. And I am Pat. And this is the podcast for young adults where we can help you grow in spirituality. As young adults, we talk about what's going on in our lives and we help you grow in the four ways of the human person, physical, mental, spiritual, and intellectual. Hopefully, if we're not too boring, uh, we can stimulate all parts of those. Maybe if you're like running on the treadmill while you listen to this or something right absolutely and you know what we you, are you, you need to shave off those pounds after that huge thanksgiving yeah. uh and, and, dinner, and of right? course we, we are brothers which means we go together like falafels and hummus a delicious combination absolutely <laughs> and we actually have in the studio he's taking we, pictures with his iphone right he now does. we have uh bill Scholl. he's back on the podcast again hi great to be back with you guys yes bill Scholl. he is the social justice consultant from the archdiocese of kansas city in kansas do you can you fit all that on one card yes i can i <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah so hey coming up in this episode uh we have Bill here. We're going to be talking about are you being consumed and what you can do during the holiday shopping season and kind of throughout uh, the Advent season um, to kind of get away from the consumerism of the holidays. Uh, we have some uh, cool What's My Lines coming up. Uh, what else we got going on, Nick? We have uh, a few things about news and uh, a few things a, a about news. challenge. <laughs> and if I and, and if we can maybe get Bill to do a few of them on the spot, a couple of song or another oh. song, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, hey, and also, uh, if you're wa- listening to this on SQPN.com, SQPN is doing their uh, giving campaign right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Yeah. So thanks for joining us and uh, continue listening. <laughs> Yeah, because if you if you turn it off now, you're gonna miss the best you part, miss the best which is part. the part where the show ends, <laughs> <laughs> which is about um, twenty minutes from now. Yeah. All right. Uh, so on our show, we do this thing called the three J's, and the three J's are your junk, your joy, and, and your, your Jesus, Jesus moment. Aww. Um, so your junk is uh, what's kind of bogging you down for the week. Your joy is what is kind of lifting you up. And your Jesus moment is some sort of ser- spiritual moment for the week. Um, hopefully you've had one. Nick, you're looking like, oh, uh, I have to invent one. I have to make one up. <laughs> God strikes you with a lightning bolt right now. <sighs> yes. Um, so I'll go it with scales, mine. Scale uh, for my eyes. Since it sounds like you're thinking... Um, so, uh, my junk is that I'm just tired. So we had NCYC, then oh, Thanksgiving yeah. and a lot of family in for Thanksgiving, which has been great. But I also traveled to Chicago, which was amazing by the way. Um, but just a lot of stuff going on. So sleep, uh, sleep and I, we need to, we need to get back to being <laughs> friends again. Um, my joy, uh, was my niece was in town and that was like that well i guess my nephew too um but like she's almost two um i don't know if you've what 
I don't remember if we talked about this last time on the podcast, Bill, but our, our niece is like the cutest little girl in the oh, world. Wow. Absolutely. Um, and her brother is becoming the cutest little boy in, in the world as well. He's a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty cool guy. He just hangs out, chills, likes to uh, chew on his fingers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then also today I had this delicious juicy burger from Five Guys. Have you guys, you've had oh, that Five place Guys. Is so good. It's really good. Have you ever been Do there? They, I think they have one out by the Legends. I should try them out. There's one out. I think there's also one in Olathe, Kansas and stuff. So um, they do all everything fresh. So it's one of those places like when you order it, they start to make it. It's pretty cool. And then uh, my Jesus moment for the week uh, was also yesterday. Um, been kind of doing this men's Bible study with a couple other guys. Uh, me and uh, a friend Joe Passantino. He's, you probably know him as the uh, youth minister over at Ascension Church. Uh, where we also had Father Tom on the podcast a couple episodes mm-hmm. back, probably. And um, so we've been doing this little men's Bible study uh, every couple of weeks. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, golly, what's it? Three J's. Uh, joy. A junk, your joy, and your Jesus. Junk. Okay. Well, gosh, I think, I think my joy was being finished with NCYC. We had this amazing experience where. Yeah. Tell we, us about your booth. Well, what we did is we, we did the Justice for Immigrants experience. In which um, we took teens through what it's like to immigrate into the United States. We had this giant board, and we loosely based the game on Monopoly, and we called it Immigropoly. And so the, it was a giant game board, life-size, 26 feet by 26 feet. Oh, cool. Awesome. And we had giant dice, and they'd roll it, and then they'd, we'd read scenario cards. So some of the, you know, some of the kids would you'd die in the desert try, you know, because of lack of water. Others oh. would get deported. Um, others would actually make it. And then the, to the winners, we, we register them for a chance to win an iPod shuffle. But to get in, they had to cross over this thing called the Chokey. And it's this giant... Yeah, that um, thing was crazy It's a weird. giant stage. It's like a, a platform with a cage on the top. And when you walk over it, you see that you're actually walking on a person. And then when they were done walking to get into the booth, they'd see um, a sign where Jesus said, are you going to walk on me or are you going to walk with me? And really challenging yeah. people to see that our immigration system's broken and we're all a part of that because mm-hmm. we're a part of this nation. We're all taking advantage of the immigrant. And then to remind teens that we're um, all we're, we're a nation of immigrants. I mean, their story was once our family story. We asked them to post um, on Google Earth. We had this giant projector screen of Google Earth and we uh, collected all of their family names. Oh, and, and that's they awesome. Them in. It was, and we called it Share Your Solidarity Story. And it was really cool because we ha- actually had some kids who had immigrated from Mexico and they were able to like pinpoint the 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 street in Mexico where oh, they were from. Sweet. They would magnify oh, that's and go, that's it, that was my house. And so but then we had other kids um who were obviously of European descent who didn't you know that you'd say, Well, what country did your family immigrate from? I don't know. And I'd oh, say, really? you don't look like a Native American to me. But you know, <laughs> it was interesting just we we we've um we have a lot of I, I was surprised just how many youth don't know that that they're, you know, they haven't been in America sure. forever. Their family had to immigrate and they, they don't even know that. So, mm-hmm. so it was, was really timely. So, so coming down from that really was really pretty joyful. And, um, I was so excited to come home and, and celebrate Thanksgiving with my family. And I, I think I was just so elated that, um, I, my, my kids shared the story of some little boy who, um, was a, t- he was like in middle school. And he was my son's age, and he was attacked by some other boys who who um, covered him in lighter fluid and set him on fire. Whoa! And it, and and it was a recent item in the news, and Whoa. and he had like third degree burns. Oh my and, gosh! Um, 
his mother was he was this, you know, basically what he'd done is he these boys were commit they were a gang and they were committed crime huh. and he turned them he turned them into the police and they retaliated by setting him on fire and they're all now up in charges for for murder but it was just so terrible i mean i think i was just not prepared to hear that so it hmm. really like it was strange it really brought me down like i was totally high and emotionally and happy yeah yeah uh, <laughs> um in a, and then just hearing that news just totally brought me down and put me in a bad funk. It was weird. Uh, then I guess uh, my Jesus moment um, would be um, we're doing a parish mission at St. Agnes. And so uh, Monday night and Tuesday night, you know, we've been going to, to my family's there tonight. We've been going to hear this priest talk and um, just having him talk about the Eucharist and how we're made to love. And that when you go up to receive the Eucharist, what you're really saying is Jesus, I want to be like you. Make me like you. And I never thought of the Eucharist as that way. And so so that's been my Jesus moment of just realizing that's what I'm doing when I go up to receive communion. I'm saying, I want to be, like, give me the grace, God. I want to be like you. And and just being able to say that. And so um, huh. as I'm glad we're doing that's this cool. topic of affluenza because uh, I think that's what the season of Advent's all about. That's cool. Very so, cool. All right. So was that your Jesus moment? That was my Jesus okay. moment. Then I do, I'll do mine. Uh, so first of all, apparently my junk is now the fact that uh, no one's hearing music on Ustream. So I'm like in the middle of this live show, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Nick's look, trying to troubleshoot you guys right now. Yeah, what you guys aren't seeing is me like walking around. So I don't know what, what the deal is with that, but I guess that's my junk. Uh, my joy is... Um, Oh, it's probably Thanksgiving. I get to hold my four-year-old, four-month-old baby nephew. His name is John Paul, and uh, he's uh, oh, what an awesome. You're name. his godfather. Yeah, I'm his godfather, and uh, he spit up on me, and that was my joy. <laughs> <laughs> because there's nothing better than holding a four-year-old, a four-month-old baby that spits up on you. So, um, and then uh, my Jesus mode has been uh, getting back. Uh, did I say this last week? Getting back into the habit of going to daily mass. Uh, I don't know if you did well, or not. If I did last week, if, if that's if that's not my Jesus moment, the other part would be the fact that uh, the particular parish I do go go to does um, morning prayer before we start off oh, cool. mass. So it's it's uh, we get I get a little bit of the liturgy of the hours in with that's so awesome. some extra psalm praying. We we have a uh, nine month old baby in our house and she uh, she's getting over it, thank goodness. But for a long time, it seemed like every time you fed her, she spit up, and we call it cheese. The baby cheesed on me, mom. <laughs> uh, so uh, those are the three J's. That's something that we do um, so that you can check and, um, you know, use those as some sort of a guide. And yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Very awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on and, and talk a little bit about what's my line. Okay, then. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, Words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. Okay, so we uh, we have a so a couple of really pretty good what's my lines here. 
And um, our first one comes from our friend Jen. Hey guys, it's Jen, the Lutheran pastor's wife, and I guess you guys are looking for stuff for What's My Line. I've already got the Philip Neri Holy Card and the medal blessed by St. Benedict, so I guess we're going to find something else for a prize. Or we could do the thing they do on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and have me play for a member of whoever's watching on Ustream and have the prize for that person be Nick's voice on their answering machine. Anyway, the line I think you guys should use is from Austin Powers 2, and it's also because um, my son Daniel has his quote-unquote training kitty. Um, just so he learns not to bite the kitty. And the line is, don't gnaw on the kitty. Bye-bye. Sweet. Okay, don't gnaw on the kitty. Everybody got that one? Uh, That's going to be kind of hard to fit in, I think. (laughs) I think not. Okay, so, uh, and we also had uh, our our listener uh, friend, Greg in Kentucky, who wants us to work in that classic of all classic Monty Python lines. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. And he sent that in via email. So thanks both Jen and Greg for sending that stuff in. So Jen thinks that someone in the Ustream audience should win yes, the prize. And of course we'll play for that in our In Between Sundays After Dark segment. We will. Which is a special segment we do for the Ustream listeners after the show. Anything else, Pat? Nope. On to the news. As a reminder, if we get the, the word right, you'll hear a ding. And if we get the word wrong, you'll hear the buzzer. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit about some news. Good evening. Here is the news for parrots. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. Okay, so, uh, Pat, SQPN's doing something cool. Uh, they're always doing something cool. <laughs> they are. That's, uh, that's why I listen to S shows on SQPN. SQPN. Hey, Bill, do you know what uh, SQPN is? You know, it's that really cool podcast. Is that right? Or is it like a network <laughs> of podcasts? It's a full network of A full podcasts. network of really cool Catholic podcasts. Yes. There you go. Nice. I, I heard something about it, like, that it's cool. All right. Uh, so, SQPN is um, doing this thing. Uh, so, SQPN is basically their nonprofit organization that offers uh, free Catholic content, all kinds of new media, video, and audio contents. Um, and they continue to develop all sorts of new kinds of content that will be coming out in the future, and uh, they are asking for our help in this time of Advent. Oh, yeah. So being a nonprofit, most of, um, I think, the funding comes from donations and things like that. Um, so they're doing their, is it their, what do they call it? Is it a giving the campaign? giving campaign, yeah. So, uh, so if you have some time, hop over to sqpn.com, and uh, if, if you wouldn't mind, donate a little bit of money. And we know that uh, things are tied around the holiday season, but uh, it certainly goes for a fantastically cool cause and uh, helps us create more shows. 
Yes, and uh, and I speaking think- of uh, you know sp- supporting shows, we actually have some T-shirts that we've made, and we haven't <laughs> talked about this last time, did we? Did we talk about this on last uh, show? I don't know. We might have mentioned it, uh, but so we hey, have the T-shirt the- contest T-shirts, and those are coming out soon. Those are I saw them at NCYC. Those are really cool well, shirts. Well, those are the ones that are the back of our business card, which yeah, are really cool. They're really cool. And we have another really cool T-shirt that's coming out that is a result of a T-shirt design contest. Yeah, it's, oh, it's okay. really cool. It's actually a part of the three J's that we just did. Yeah. Um, so uh, our friend Josh uh, did he, and he won. He and, won the design right. contest. So, um, so we will be producing his shirt. And uh, so if you, right now, if you want to buy the In Between Sunday shirt, you can go onto our website, inbetweensundays.com and click them. Uh, and uh, you can check out our t-shirt store. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's uh, they're, they're really cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited for the other ones that come out too. I, I just think people are really gonna like Josh's design, uh, which reminds me, I need. To, I'll post that. Uh, try to post that tonight, a picture of it, because I haven't updated that on our TV okay, website. Okay. Cool. Um, but hey, go to our website and check that stuff out. Um, and uh, there's a lot of other cool stuff happening in the Facebook group and stuff like that as well. And uh, now uh, I think what we're gonna talk about is some really cool stuff that you can do during the holidays. She falls in a well, eyes go cross, she gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! So with all the uh, talk of the holidays being a season of giving... In a way, this time of year often seems to be more about uh, consumption, doesn't it? Um, this this crazy shopping, the incessant advertising. So we thought we would have our friend Bill Scholl from the Archdiocese Hi. of KCK. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Um, back on the podcast to talk about how you cannot get consumed by consumption. In other words, uh, what is known as affluenza. Uh, or the bloated, sluggish, and unfulfilled feeling that results from the efforts to keep up with the Joneses. I think that also sounds like the results of a drug. <laughs> Affluenza? Uh, no, bloated, yes. sluggish, bloated, unfulfilled. Sluggish. That's what happened. Loss of interest. Actually, for me, <laughs> that's, interest. For me that's how I felt Use after I had... Uh, bloated? After <laughs> I had Thanksgiving turkey, that's how I felt. Um, and uh, also to wrap up, to help them fall a little bit later, we will uh, talk about some suggestions about gift-giving um, and giving the gifts with a cause. Yeah. That can help other people. So, um, Bill, what's up? Hey, it's good to be with you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to ask me a question or you want uh, me yeah, just so to start first pontificating? Of all, uh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I'd like to just, um, again, so, uh, what is affluenza? Uh, I kind of gave you the general keeping up with the Joneses, but, uh, tell us about it and, I'd like you to answer my question is, is affluenza an epidemic in our society? So (laughs) that's, uh, start with that and then we'll go from there. We also have some listeners who called in and, um, I know we at least have one and we'll play that as well. Well, you know, the church talks about, um, consumerism, this idea that happiness comes from having as opposed to being. And um, our Pope, Benedict XV, in his last encyclical, he, he deals with this subject quite a bit, where he talks about, um, he uses the occasion of this current economic crisis to talk about where, where is really true human happiness. And true human happiness comes from love. But in order to love, 
you have to know what the truth is. Hence the, the term caritas and veritate, love in truth, that you have to understand reality if you're to truly and effectively love and fulfill your, your destiny as a human being. Hmm. And um, he, he talks about, you know, the, the, how the current economic crisis has gotten us all thinking about material prosperity. And he points out that the, the desire to have more is actually a, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's a good thing, the desire to have more, but it's a sign that, 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 that we all share the vocation to, throughout life, develop as a human being and as a person. And where we go wrong, where, where we fall from the truth, is when we don't make that distinction between being and having. And, you know, I read some, a really clever line, you know, we're human beings, we're not human havings. Ooh. Hmm. You know, and I, and I really like that. We're, we're, but, but sometimes in our culture, um, well, not just sometimes, most of the time, uh, we get caught up in thinking that, that having is where happiness is. And um, I think, um, you know, you mentioned affluenza. Well, there was a PBS documentary that came out about 10 years ago or whatever, but it's, it's, you, can, you can Google it, affluenza, and they have all kinds of resources. But it was kind of a clever way of, of, of talking about this epidemic of, of um, materialism. And how, and it was, and it was interesting too, because it was, it was not coming from a religious perspective, though this very much dovetails um, with the Christian faith and other other faith traditions. Uh, but, but this idea that you know, um, in seeking to have more, we're 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 not any more happier. Uh, I think one of the stats they share is that you know, um, people in 1957. Um, they, that's when they, they, they started doing surveys in the fifties about, you know, how happy are you? And it sort of peaked in 1957 and, and here it is, you know, 40 years, 50 years later. And, um, we're, we have a lot more than people did in 1957. I mean, our, the average garage now is bigger than most of the houses were, you know, in the, in the fifties. Oh, right. Yeah. And, um, we're, we're, we're no, we're not happier. In fact, suicide rates have gone up. And so this idea that, you know, having more, makes us more happy. We enjoy a, a greater lifestyle than we've ever done before, but we're also miserable. And, and, and there are consequences. There are consequences to the environment. Our overconsumption um, leads to all kinds of waste. And also, too, from just a, glo- a global impact, um, we, this, this, the, the American way of life as it is now is simply not sustainable. And that if everyone in the world were to live like an American, we just don't have enough resources. And so we need to, um, to, to take a serious look. And this is nothing new to the church. You know, um, in, in liberal progressive circles, there's a popular bumper sticker that says, live simply so uh-huh. that others may simply live. Uh, uh, but what cool. a lot of people don't know is the person who f- said that was St. Elizabeth Ann Seton who was the founders of the founder of the sisters of charity in this country. And so, you know, the churches has a a long um, tradition. So um, I think it's important to note that happiness, there's a material component to it. I mean, you, you you can't, you can't be happy without stuff. You need some stuff. You need to be able to have food, clothing, shelter, but this overemphasis on stuff making us happy. And I think one of the stats I, I share with you gentlemen was um, by the, the average American, by the time he's 20 or he, she's 20, yeah. will have spent one year of their life 
watching TV commercials. And I don't know oh, if you wow. remember, there was a movie that came yeah. out in the 70s, Clockwork Orange, yeah. where they where that classic scene where they kind of just pin him down and, 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 and pin his eyeballs open, uh-huh. and they force him to watch these shows. And in a way, that's kind of subtly happening in our own culture, where, where, where it's no coincidence that we... We think happiness is about having because we're constantly bombarded by that message. Yeah. So this says uh, also uh, to tag on to that, that that's some one million commercial messages. One million. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> well, and, and, and I know I'm sure there are people who are listening to the show that would, would identify with me. But I know like I've even caught myself doing this thinking about like, you know, as I'm out and about talking with people and I'm like, wow, you know, like that guy's got like. You know, a really nice shirt and a nice tie. I'm like, I wish I had enough I money to afford clothing. ties. Yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, I wish I could afford, you know, my the thousand dollar suits and all that stuff. And and it's like, and I always catch myself, and I'm like, what? Why? Like, like, why do I even do that? Like, I have no idea why, but somehow my mind just jumps straight into that. Well, there's a philosopher that that a lot of Catholic theologians like to draw from called his name's Rene Girard. Mm-hmm. And he has this concept of, well, he uses a big fancy word called mimetic desire. Um, I like to use the word borrowed desire, but but basically the theory is that, you know, we as human beings don't quite know what we want. And oftentimes what we do is we look to other people to see what we want. We borrow their desire. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting, this interesting cycle, he points out there's this interesting cycle. And he, he goes on to say that, that that is what drives humanity and drives history. But when someone sees that I desire something that you have, all of a sudden the object becomes more desirous. And it institutes this rivalry. And from this rivalry comes all kinds of terrible things. So basically, you know, I've got, six kids, you know, my oldest is, is 12 and my youngest is nine months, but I can tell you, this is a common thing. There could be a toy just sitting in the middle of the living room and it could be there for weeks. No one cares about it. No one touches it, but all of a sudden broken. Yeah. Half broken. But all of a sudden, for some reason, one kid notices and goes, well, I think I'd like to play with that. He doesn't really care about it. It's been there. Everybody had access to it for a long time, but he'll pick it up and go, wow, this is, this is kind of fun. Um, and all of a sudden, another boy will say, hey, what's that he's got there? And all of a sudden, he's, he's just borrowed that guy's desire. He's borrowed my son. You know, the one son's borrowed the desire. So, so that's the first stage. And then the second stage is, is he looks at his brother desiring this thing that he has, and all of a sudden, he wants it more. Mm-hmm. And so, he, it, 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 and, and so there, there's this game we kind of play, this, psych, this psychology. And, and what Christianity is all about, I mean, that's why Jesus says, you know, if someone, if someone's, you know, if someone likes your shirt, give it to them off your back. You know, give them your coat, too. Is, 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 and that's one of the things Rene Girard points out, is that that's part of the theme of Christianity, is just getting, getting rid of that, that sinful drive. Uh, I'm oversimplifying and I'm sure you've got some audience that are typing madly, but, but that's basically the idea. And, and particularly, you know, with this Advent season, that's a season of preparation and getting ready for the coming of Christ. And I think, um, I think he'd be, I think he's kind of nuts, angry. Our Lord's probably angry with how we try to celebrate his birth by, by disturbing people's peace. I mean, Mm. everybody just thinks, okay, to have the perfect Christmas, you have to have the perfect gift for everybody. And instead of preparing our souls for the coming of the Lord, we put this emphasis on, on, on material items. Hmm. And I read something interesting. I wanted to share, um, 
Do I still have time? I don't know. No, no, we got plenty of time. What's interesting is that a lot of... I'm really interested. I know we've actually (laughs) already talked 10 minutes about this, believe it or not, but this is such a good topic that I think that we should continue. And you've got this book here. Uh, What's the name of this book? Well, it's it's written by a uh, Lutheran pastor pastor named Arthur Simon. Really good book. I I think the thing I love about this book is is, um, all Christians of varying traditions can take something from it. So so you don't don't have to be Catholic or Presbyterian or, or any particular confession, just just Bible Bible Christian, um, and and he he takes a look at our culture, uh, and he's also the founder of a um, group called Bread for the World, which is a, a Christian advocacy group that advocates for government policies to help the poor, particularly abroad. And the book's called How Much Is Enough: Hungering for Good in an Affluent Culture. And it's a really great book that, that deals with this subject. But I, I wanted to share something that just convicted me because I'm just like you, Nick. I mean, I, I you know, I, I see somebody with that fancy tie or that, that shirt or that really, yeah. really boss hi-fi. And or, I, and I, or I get the latest Nordstrom catalog in the mail. <laughs> oh, and I'm gosh. like, I'm like, yeah, I just advertised for Nordstrom, but, but oh, well. But I want to I want to read something that convicted me. And, and um, I thought it was a great quote. He quotes G.K. Chesterton, but he says uh, he taught you this is a this is a section called the snare of wealth. He says, it may be possible to have a good debate over whether or not Jesus believed in fairies. G.K. Chesterton said, alas, it is impossible to have any sort of debate over whether or not Jesus believed that rich people were in big trouble. There is too much evidence on the subject and it's overwhelming. Jesus's strong identification with the poor and socially despised people is equally beyond dispute. And, and this is the thing, the part that really convict me because this is Advent, right? Um, but he quotes, God has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich empty away, says Mary, anticipating the birth of Jesus. Wow. And that, you know, I mean, every, you know, Advent season, we start, we, we read that in the Annunciation um, and, and Mary's response. But I thought one of the first things she says, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're giving birth to God. And she talks about how this is an act of salvation and, and, and hope for the poor. But for the rich, for those who are attached to worldly things, it's not such good. It's not such good news. And so it's so ironic that the Christmas season, we we put this emphasis on 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 living the good life and on yeah, being wealthy no and, and being affluent and having all these things. And we, we make Christmas a holiday about things when the first Christmas was not about things at all. It was, in fact, getting away from things. You know, what's what's interesting is all of this stuff um, to me really relates back to uh, what uh, the author Matthew Kelly calls the paradox of happiness, which are the, it was basically, we know what makes us happy. Like those things I mentioned earlier in the show, the physical, the emotional, intellectual, and spiritual parts that we need to fill, um, but we don't do them. We do stupid things. Yeah. You know, we, we go and we go out and buy things, which is really interesting because this past week, the Sunday Gospel, hopefully you guys were paying attention, um, but the there's the... Uh, there's a quote in this gospel from Luke that says, beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from uh, caressing and I think I said that right. Carousing. Carousing, excuse me, and drunk, drunkenness and anxieties of daily life in that that day catch you by surprise like a trap. So it just kind of reminds me yeah. like there's this, he, Jesus is basically saying, hey, okay, make sure that this daily life thing, all these material things, you're you're not, you know, just becoming drowsy and getting into this consumption mode. There's a lot more to life, obviously, you know, there's a lot more than this Christmas season. I think it's kind of interesting that that is the first 
gospel reading for the first Sunday of Advent. It's basically this sort of scorning thing like, hey, you better, you need to kind of reevaluate here. You know, you need to reevaluate before Christmas comes. Not yeah. this. Well, and, and I, I know uh, um, for for a little while, I, I I didn't have a desire this is, to go out and buy stuff. And it was real interesting because I go into like Best Buy and I was like, hmm, let's see, let me see if this place can sell me something. And so I'd like walk around Best Buy. It was weird because of, like I, there was a, for a little bit, I had this time where I'd walk through the Best Buy and I'd look through almost everything there and be like, I have no desire to buy this. And it was it was oddly freeing to have wow. that happen. So, what, did you do something to trick yourself? Or um, what, what did you do? Or just... <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think part of it has to do with the fact that I use a Mac. Oh, there you <laughs> they go. Don't sell anything there for me. They, now they do. Now, now they, they sell, do. but it's it's not but very like, much. It's a very small section. Just, the, the, yeah. for, for a little bit, I was just like, I was like, gosh, you know, like, why get into this whole like buying the DVDs thing and you know going out and getting out your know, home theater equipment so you can watch movies and all that stuff. Well, one of the symptoms of affluenza is when you use purchases to make you feel better so if you're feeling down and you say oh i'm gonna go buy something for myself mm. and, and 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 one of the things that's happening is people are finding themselves in this dangerous trap where where they're spending beyond their means because oh, credit yeah. is right. so easy and 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 there's a real danger not just to your spiritual health but just your 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 whole financial health and such and so um and so that's really good that you can you can do that and walk into a store. You know, yeah. you, you know your it limits. Hasn't I can't. For a while, but see, I, I just, can't do that. I had these like I had this like two week period where I could just like for some reason I I was at that point. That yeah, it crazy. was it was nice. I want to get back to that. It's yeah, like, one of those stats you sent me, Bill. Americans have more than one billion credit cards. Where's the one about church? Did I show you that one? Um, we spend more time shopping than we do going to church. Wow. And uh, more people. More people shop than go to church in this country. Wow, that's Here's, crazy. Um, and I mean, I'm not talking yeah. about like shopping for grocery or whatever. I'm talking about like on Sunday as recreation, I go shopping. Wow, no, that makes sense. So, well, well, let's uh, let's let's give some final thoughts on this because okay. I know we've talked about it for a while. So, well, um, I, I think one of the core messages of the gospel, and you can find it right in. Um, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, where Jesus says, No one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And mammon is, a, is an Aramaic word for like wealth or property. And in, in, in a modern sense, it means you cannot be excessively attached to possessions and goods hmm. and, and serve God. I mean that's that that's the idea of of mammon and and too often we put we count on our our money and our property to make us happy and if you're counting on money and property to make you happy it's going to let you down absolutely and so that's no way to celebrate Christmas by putting a focus on money and property well put it on family and and doing good works it's exactly that same same story from the Bible where the guy stores up all the grain and his and then his it's that parable that Jesus talks about and, and he's that evening his life is demanded of him. And so it's like, well, you know, why did what you store did up do? earthly yeah. treasures? Cause you can't take it with you. So, well, well, to finish out, we, we did invite some viewer, uh, viewers, okay. some listener questions <laughs> some and viewers. we, and we had one, uh, came in from, um, our friend Brian and this is what he had to say. Hello, it's Brian Ziegler from Manhattan, Kansas. 
I have a question for Bill today. I'm curious if he has any resources as a diocesan director of social justice for, you know, the typical Catholic to stay in tune with the hundreds of social justice events happening in the world. Like, is there a best news source or a way that he stays in tune with what's happening on a daily basis, um, just since social justice is such a broad topic, um, if he has a way that he does that personally. So if you can share that, that'd be wonderful. Um, thank you guys. God bless all of you. Bye. Well, yeah, that's a great question, Brian. Um, well, the first thing I'd say is you can go to my website. If you go to the Archdiocesan website, archkck.org, you'll find uh, under the Department of Parish Ministries. If you click on the social justice link, you'll see I have a number of links. Uh, a great website for American Catholics is the United States Catholic Conference of Bishops. On their website, um, you can sign up for action alerts. So when there's a crucial political issue going on, uh, they'll send you an alert. And you can actually become a part of the ministry of the church and the advocacy of the church by calling your congressman on pertinent issues. And, and so the action alert's a great great thing for Catholics to sign up to uh, in our, in the state of Kansas. Um, there's also a similar, like a local conference of Catholic bishops. It's the Kansas Catholic conference of bishops, and they also have an action alert. So there's some, some great ways to, to, to find out about issues. And also, if you go to my website on archkck.org, um, you'll find some links to these sites and you can also find my email and, and you can shoot me an email and I can send you some more links if you're having trouble. Um, but I also recommend that Catholics are really convicted about social justice and want to know more, go to the Compendium of the Social Doctrine of the Church. This is put out by the Institute of Peace and Justice from the Vatican, and it's kind of basically like the catechism for social justice. It's a, it's a canonical document that um, certify, you know, kind of lists and catalogs all the social teachings of the church. And it's, a really, it's a really heavy read, but it's a great resource. So it's basically a book you can buy that kind of ties in with social justice yeah well social justice and the, yeah uh, you can buy the book but also too you can go to the vatican's website and i have a link and so you know you can just get the document on the web if you oh, just that's want to awesome. Look at it. awesome yeah well we'll put a link to uh the diocese website and the social justice so, uh, social justice section um on our website at inbetweensundays.com i triple dog dare you know before this is over i'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy surely you can't be serious i am serious and don't call me Shirley. is there no one on this planet to even challenge me hello okay so um i wasn't sure he didn't know if the mic was on what was that <laughs> hello we've got venus flytrap in the studio <laughs> hello hey um so this is our catholic challenge segment where um we give you something that you can take away from this podcast other than um your bleeding ears uh so today it is uh Bill, you had yeah, a really, yeah, really good. Today's Wednesday. All right, so we thought uh, you could take uh, from our conversation and start a new family tradition that hopefully gets you away from consumerism and puts the focus on Christ. Is that right, Bill? Yeah. Right. yeah. That was your, your thought. And I thought we would also quickly discuss some strategies for gift giving that maybe um, we could help give them some suggestions. For example, um, you could make a gift. As opposed to buying something, you could make something and then take that money that you're saving and put it towards something else. And I, I think it's really great to, to before you do that, to have a discussion 
with your 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 friends and your loved ones about what you're doing and and making it safe for them to do that too because so often you know we feel this you know we exchange of gifts and we we, we turn this gift giving into kind of an a um a commercial prospect where you know okay they got me a sweater at the gap that was worth 20 bucks i better get them like a 20 dollar gift mm-hmm. and and a lot of times we don't really even want the stuff so really kind of before christmas even coming saying you know hey I don't want to go broke or have to, you know, be paying for Christmas into July on my credit card. Why don't we just, you know, and that's not what the holiday is all about. Why don't we just, you know, set a gift limit or, 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 or just, you know, let, let's, let's talk about that. Cause you don't, you know, people have all kinds of expectations and, and you want, you know, you want to have a, a, a conversation like, like me and with my parents, you know, we, they've got a lot of grandkids and I, I, I don't hate the thought that they feel like they have to buy them all this great stuff. So we always, we always go to the grandparents and say, you know, Hey, don't feel like you have to get a bunch of stuff and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to spend a lot of money on you. Don't spend a lot of money on us. And, and, and I think trying to be more intentional about gift giving and make it more a sign of love than a commercial transaction. And also if you are buying something, you could always get something that is also helps a charity. Um, now, whether that is you buy a gift that, you know, 10% of those profits or something go to charity. Like I know the, there's a, a bunch of different kinds of things out there. Um, or, uh, my other thought was you could always do something like, uh, sponsor a child in Guatemala. We had CFCA on our uh-huh. last podcast. You could do something like that in honor of somebody donate to a charity. Uh, SQPN is doing their fun drive. <laughs> well, that's um, a great gift, but, but really yeah. it, do it in honor of somebody. And that way it's still a gift, but then, you know, something's also going towards good. And I think that will make the person who you're giving that gift to still pretty happy. Like uh, one thing I do um, with teacher's gifts is my kids, they like to give to the heifer project and the heifer project is you buy like chip, you know, you can, you can buy livestock for people living in developing countries. Oh, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. And the teachers love it, you know, that they go, wow, this is kind of cool that because, you know, they're going to parochial school and it's like, wow, they're, they're actually living out the gospel. They <laughs> yeah. kind of like that. And a lot of times too, uh, teachers, that's a big pressure uh, a lot of parents have. And we've found making gifts, having your kids make gifts. I guess this is for young adults. So <laughs> well, when still. You, here's some ideas for later on. <laughs> still, uh, some of our listeners have children. So, um, yeah. so uh, that's our Catholic challenge. So do some sort of something different. Um, again, some start start some sort of family tradition that's going to last for years to come that will just hopefully get you away from that consumerism and put your focus on Christ. And let us, I want to hear about them. Yeah. yeah can absolutely. they let us know? Let us know. Yeah, for sure. really yeah, creative us, ideas that, that are winners and I'll, we'll, we could promote them next year. That'd be absolutely. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, looking ahead, uh, cause we are getting up towards the end of the show here and, uh, next week we are going to have the Catholic foodie on and he's going to talk about Christmas food. So, uh, awesome. uh mm. one of the things that we're inviting people to do is to call in and give us their Christmas, uh, traditions. So if you're starting a new tradition, you can call us and let us know about your giving or, or whatever your family's decided to do. But if you have a really cool family tradition, uh, we're going to be talking about that next week, and I'm going to explain my mother's pumpkin bread next yes, week. Yes, so I would also like to know recipes because I like to cook. Yeah, absolutely. So so that, uh, so that that's pretty much what's going to be happening next week. Um, you know what that means? That means it's the end of the show. Oh, no. I no know. way. But, hey, um, Bill, we really appreciate hey, you having... it was great being with you guys. That, it was an awesome, awesome conversation. Again, Bill is the social justice consultant from the Archdiocese of Kansas City in Kansas. So thank you so much, Bill, for being on our podcast. Thank you. 
we Poxville will... Biscom. <laughs> hey, oh, thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. We will put um, a link to Bill's website. So, uh, hey, if you uh, if what we said makes you mad or makes you glad, you ought to let us know. And um, you can do that by calling us on our feedback line at 206 206- Three three seven seven nine four five, or you can check out our homepage at inbetweensundays.com and click on the link that says contact, and that way you can send us an email. And uh, finally, we have a Facebook page. We'd love for have you join in the conversation, and uh, you can uh, leave us a comment there. You can leave we join our discussion board. Yeah, we have different discussion boards. Actually, we'll probably have some discussions, hopefully, about um, what we just talked about, affluenza, and also. Um, some gift-giving ideas and, yeah. and things like that on our Facebook page. And uh, you can always post photos or different YouTube videos, all kinds of cool stuff. And also, uh, you, um, I also encourage our listeners to find other great uh, free Catholic content at sqpn.com. Uh, and lastly, all the music for this podcast uh, has come from music.podshow.com um, and or magnitude.com. That's right. Okay, so... Finally, uh, that's about it for the show. So we appreciate you listening. Uh, Thank you so much. We hope you have a fantastic week. And uh, we'll see you next week. God bless. God bless. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN. Leading the way in Catholic new media.